What is up everybody? It's your girl Chelsea. At it again with a special episode of CNN this time around. I could not let another day go by without talking about what has been going on in our country right now so we're gonna get into it but before i do that i have to introduce y'all to somebody very very special and near and dear to my heart one of the reasons why this podcast even got started because if it wasn't for her y'all probably wouldn't be hearing me so without further ado i'm going to let miss ariana cousins take it away hey y'all my name is ariana um i'm the host of my own podcast called peace and positivity with ari uh, i'm really happy to be here today with my girl chelsea um so yeah we're gonna talk about all the craziness that's going on in this crazy world girl. and i'll hand it back over to her so let's get started january 6 2021 <laughs> Just a chill little day in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. And then next thing you know, on the news, white supremacists have stormed the Capitol building. Like, what was the first thing that came to your mind when you heard about it? Girl, so how about I went the whole day without knowing any of this was going on? Because I have this thing where I'm going to protect my peace. As you should, period. And I really try to stay away from, like, certain social medias, including Twitter, because it's just real... Twitter is just something else. Twitter is like it's CNN, BET, yeah. <laughs> Real Housewives of Atlanta. All like, in one. Yes. Like, so, <laughs> I'm at work, I come home, I go to sleep. So I wake up the next day, I'm like, what in the entire world is going on? But then, y'all, I always say I wasn't shocked. I'm like, I'm not shocked. This is crazy. But I think for me, it was just more of how did y'all let this mm-hmm. happen when... We was protesting in the summer, and baby, I couldn't even step foot out the door before y'all was trying to tear gas me. Like, right? So, I'm confused on how y'all got into a building. And I think something that stood out to me that someone said to me was when they were protesting in Washington when everything was going on in the summer is when they moved a gate, they put another gate down. Like, there was no, like, moving the gates and running in to mm-hmm. no buildings. It was as soon as you move something, they put a new barrier up. So, I'm just confused on how all these people got inside of a building a government a government government military enforced building so that was my first response my first response was in the words of nene leaks the ghetto right that is exactly (laughs) what it is like i i remember when trump called like african nations and like islands like haiti like s y'all know i don't cuss so that he called them like s-hole countries And I was just like, and you know, I thought about like in that moment, I thought about that quote and I was just like, I know other countries are just like sitting back and laughing at us. Like America is ghetto. Like it's just get America is just like really, really ghetto. Like America is like a whole love and hip hop reunion. That's what America reminds me of. It's just like a whole love and hip hop reunion. Like you never know what is going to happen. Like I was just like. It's only the sixth day of the year. Yeah. And I guess I shouldn't be shocked because, like, last year, it was only the third day of the year and we were about to enter a whole world war with, like, the Middle East. So, like, I guess I shouldn't be shocked at what Trump does. But, like, the man never ceases to, like, amaze me. It's just, like... (laughs) It's just something new. He said... Trump said that if I'm going to leave, oh, y'all going to hear me first. Yeah. Period. I just... I don't understand. At first, I was like, I was angry. But then my friend Josiah said something that really made sense. She was like, I'm protecting my black peace and I'm minding my black business because that ain't got nothing to do with me. I was like, you know what? 
Yeah, that's white people business. Right. White people messing up white people stuff that was never designed to help us. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna let them handle the mess that they've created. <laughs> I will say though that January sixth like really showed the hypocrisy mm-hmm. of our of our nation for the simple fact is like you brought up you literally tear gassed, shot people with rubber bullets, arrested folk like during these Black Lives Matter protests. But police officers, government police officers, mind you, not state police officers, not local police officers. These are government funded police officers really just opened the gates like this was frozen and just said, welcome. (laughs) Come on in. Just wait. Make yourself at home. Take what you want. Literally. Just don't record me so I don't get fired. That's what I got from it. <laughs> literally. Literally. Like, I just, I didn't understand. I didn't understand. Not to mention, I saw on Twitter, like, and this was from the FBI. Like, this was from the FBI. If you have any information on the rioters at the Capitol, please, in, please um, inform us or whatever. Paraphrase it. But y'all niggas were better than J. Edgar Hoover when it came to finding Black Lives Matter protesters. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't understand. Like, it just really that day really showed like the hypocrisy of like what america is and like i want to be irritated but i don't know it just makes me want to fight harder for like everything america just i think something else that was really disturbing to me which is like completely off topic but is all of the federal documents that are just laid out everywhere in that building no yes and i'm like we one we live in a virtual world Mm -hmm. (laughs) Two, why are you not in your office and you just have documents spread out everywhere for Girl, people to right? access? Whether it's people inside, whether it's people outside, like the amount of documents that I was seeing, like on the floor and mm-hmm. in people's hands, I'm like, who knows what people know now? Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, I get it. You in meetings and stuff. Right. But baby, y'all don't think to like Locking put that away. stuff up? Yeah. Like, like, I know y'all got drawers. No, really. Because I worked at an insurance office over the summer one time. And it was, like, mandatory. As soon as you leave your desk, there, your computer is locked. No documents on. Mm-hmm. Like, that people's personal information is people's personal information. So, for you to work in a federal building where there is information on what's going on in America. And, mm-hmm. you know, stuff about people. Like, it just it just amazed me. That I think that's what shocked me. So, I'm like, dang, look at all the information that... People got access to Child, all I got to say is, I ain't got no money. And neither do my parents. <laughs> so, please don't come after us. That's all right. I got to say. Like, we all broke out here. The Fitzpatrick household is broke. So, coming after us, I don't know what federal documents y'all got on us, but y'all not going to get no money. Just letting y'all know that. Speaking of money, didn't nobody think while y'all was in the building to up my stimulus check? Because that little 600 didn't do nothing. How about I didn't get one? So, can someone send one to me? I'm so sorry. And thank you. I'm so sorry. I'd appreciate it. Out of all the foolishness, (laughs) y'all taking Nancy Pelosi's desk, just taking flags, post them, taking pictures with freaking statues, but did nobody think. Y'all want to sit at desks and stuff, but didn't nobody think to hack into one of them computers and give me no money? I guess my Selfish. real question is what I'm still not understanding is what was the point? Like, what, Absolutely. What were y'all after? Like, okay, yeah, y'all got into the building, 
And then what? Like, I don't what, think... What was the plan after that? I feel like they didn't think that through, like... Do Trump supporters think, ever think anything No. But I think it was more of, we'll see if we can get into the building. Right. And oh, the, shit. Or, or, shoot, we're in girl, here. It's, it's okay. It's like, a, trust me. <laughs> worse has been said on this girl, show. Not I by me. To your last exactly. episode. I'm like, they was in there, but... Not by I'm me. I'm like, and they're like, oh, shit, we're in here. And I'm like... Yeah, you're in there. So what do you want? <laughs> so now what do we do? So now what do we do? But that actually kind of reminds me of the entire Trump administration. Like even his campaign. Like I don't really think dude really thought that he could win. I really think that he did this as a publicity stunt. Yeah. Cause you can even see on his face when they filmed him when they announced that he was gonna win. Like dude was like in shock himself. It's like dang. I'm in charge of this country for the next four years. And you can see through his administration through his last four years, this nigga has no idea what the heck he's doing. So his, I feel like his leadership, his followers are like reflections of his leadership. Yeah. Like they're both clueless. And I think what like is taking me like a while to understand is like that there's so many people in this world that think like him mm-hmm. that would vote for him. And I'm like, Wow. Like, I right. at least thought some of y'all had some common sense. Like, Well, question to the Trump supporters out there. How does it feel to vote for somebody twice that got impeached twice? Because that's him. Y'all not embarrassed? I would be embarrassed. Are y'all not understanding that he's not doing something right? Clearly, like, <laughs> the first president ever in American history to be impeached twice. Impeached. And here's another thing that irritates me about that. Um, with, you know, the, the Senate and the uh, House of Representatives, first of all, shout out to Georgia. You did amazing, sweetie. You did amazing, sweetie. You did amazing. Um, but here's what irritates me about some of the, and it's mainly Republicans that I'm talking to. Y'all were so ready, and these are not the same people, but it's the party. Y'all were so ready to impeach Bill Clinton, which y'all did, for sleeping with his intern. But Trump committed a felony treason against his own country and y'all still can't agree to to impeach this man like to remove him from office i'm very much confused or how about trump sexualizing his daughter and talking about if he wasn't his father he would date her that's so and disturbing I, was like, I would punch john fitzpatrick I, in the dang chest i was just like how embarrassing like and you your daughter <laughs> to his daughter ivanka you don't find nothing weird about that, like that to your wife how are you still like girl i wish i wish my husband would first of all you're going to jail you're going to jail that's number one number two i'm smacking the dog it's not like he said this in the privacy of his own home nigga you said this on national television like and you like the whole family like continuously defends him like i'm so confused like common sense like i get that show dad but like i'm quick to call well he don't really talk much now. But, like, I'm quick to call my own parents out when they say something ignorant. Like, I'm so quick to call, be like, no, that's not okay. You can't say that. I'm sorry. Like, kids, Trump kids, get it together. I feel so bad for his youngest son. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel so bad for him. Like, that's your dad, bro. <laughs> like, that's embarrassing. Like, just, I would change my whole last name. That's like there are a lot of things you should be embarrassed about. Like just like sometimes you just embarrassed as a as a human being. Some mm-hmm. stuff is just embarrassing for you. But to say you're Trump's kid, like that's a whole nother level of embarrassing. Like I don't think I would ever tell anybody that. <laughs> like I just my parents my parents died. Like my dad passed Not away. <laughs> like I don't know. Like gone. <laughs> I think he moved on. Like I think I would rather be an orphan. 
Now Chelsea. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to be me when I say that, but like, I think I'd rather be an orphan than have Trump as my dad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'd rather be an orphan. I don't, I'm sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't. The rest of my life with that on my back. That's like that's such a burden to carry. Yikes. Anyway, so now speaking of the impeachment. Let's talk about it, cause I, I, I watched the the live impeachment um, yesterday. I watched it, and I just I don't understand how some of these people like actually can oppose what he's done and call what he did and what those rioters did, what those thugs, hoodlums, animals, if you will, <laughs> what they did, patriotic. What was patriotic about that? And I, I just. I'm confused on how this impacted y'all mm-hmm. the most. Thank you. Thank you. The most. And it's patriotic. Like y'all wouldn't so hide let me in. <laughs> right. Let me in then. Right. Let me see what's I'll going sh- on sh- inside sh- the building. I'll show you what's patriotic. Right. I'll okay. show you what you really want to see. Exactly. But that's what confuses me. And what also confuses me is this is crazy. This is, don't get me wrong, this is crazy, but Trump has done crazier things. Thank you. As the president Thank of the you. United States, and now y'all want to impeach him weeks before he's going to be gone anyway. Girl, a whole seven days late. Right? A whole seven I, days. He got I'm seven like, days left in office. I would have let them impeach me too. Shoot, let me go. Let me just go ahead and get my stuff now while I'm at right. it. Right. Like, <laughs> like, if, I don't know, if I was Trump, I would have been like, I got seven Your days point? left. What are y'all... Okay, and Like, right. what are y'all gonna do? Ooh, wow. We spent a whole four years with this man. Right. Really, five be one to count the election period of just having to listen to him talk. Exactly. Like, just having to hear the stuff that comes out of his mouth. And now... Now you wanna now impeach Now y'all me? wanna impeach him? Ooh, wow. Scary. Seven days. <laughs> one whole week. Spicy. That's like, why I was just... I was like, I want him impeached. But at the same time, I'm like... You gonna remove him from me. office for seven days? Y'all didn't think to do this the first time y'all impeached him? Like, I don't know. I kind of just, I, at this point, if I was Trump, I'd be like, I'm not leaving. Right. Dude, I'm I'll, not. I'll leave in seven days. Right. I'll leave no, in seven days. I'm not leaving now. Okay. I'm not even packed. Can't even do it. <laughs> My stuff's not ready to go. It's not even ready. Unless you're going to help me pack, I'm not going anywhere. But that's just what killed me is seven days. Seven like, days. Now y'all want to impeach him? Right. Y'all had a whole four years. I'm like... A whole four years. Well, thank you for finally realizing it. But the fact that it took your people to break into your building... Literally. For you to realize it. And then you still had people, like, opposing... Opposing his impeachment, like... Yeah. Like, y'all weren't the ones hiding under desk and stuff because of something that he did. Like, I'm confused. And Very much confused. It's more of the people that were opposing it. For me, it was more of... We don't want to let him go anyway. Mm-hmm. And so we already think it's unfair that Joe Biden won. Because that's what they think right now. Is that somehow Joe Biden cheated. And he I didn't win. Just let it go. And I'm and now they're holding on to whatever they can. Yeah, I just feel like, let it go. Joe Biden's your president. And there's really nothing you can do about it. Like, ain't that what y'all been telling us for the past right four years years, like he's your president just let it go why are you fighting and here's something that was funny that i thought was hilarious back in november it was um it was actually election day it was election day tommy laren i love trolling her i love trolling her i love trolling her it's just it's funny to me but tommy laren posted on there when trump 
uh, when Trump wins and he will, Democrats are going to have a fit. They're going to storm. They're going to storm buildings. They're going to have riots. I kid you not. January 6th, I quote tweeted her and said, I bet you feel real stupid right about now, huh? Like, I bet you feel real dumb, real dumb. And then here's the thing. Here's what, here's what's funny about that. A lot of people, you notice a lot of people like her were like, we're better than this. This is not who we this is exactly who right. you are. Like, stop lying. Joe Biden did say something that I didn't agree with. He said, um, this is not who we are. This is not what America is. But it no, is. Exactly. This is exactly and what America is. <laughs> I think that's what people are understanding is we don't agree with everything Joe Biden say. Absolutely. I don't agree with everything he do. I don't agree with everything that you, any of his team does half mm-hmm. the time. But... I feel a little more safer right with you being in office i feel like i got a chance to say what i want to say and mm-hmm. you actually hear me out and listen and have the better interest of the united states absolutely versus who we just had and i think that that's where people are like yeah support joe biden and what about when he did this and i'm like i don't agree but look at the past four years about what exactly in the present so exactly. you can't get too much worse for us if you think about Exactly. Like I think I had I had this discussion with with someone, and they were like, "How can you support Joe Biden? He's just as bad as Trump." Or you're only voting. I think another thing they said was, "You're only voting for Joe Biden because you want Trump out of office." Okay. Here's here's the thing. Like you said, I don't agree with everything that Joe Biden does. I didn't agree with everything that Obama did. Like there was some there was some stuff I found out about Obama that actually pissed me oh, off. Oh yeah. And I. Like what I found out, what he did to Middle Eastern countries, I said, "Wow." Or how we felt. Well, before Trump was in office, he was the president to deport the most. Yes. When I found that out, I was was very sad. I was so (laughs) disappointed. I was just like, "Uncle Barack, why?" No. And and my thing was with Barack. When I found out about some of the stuff that he did, when I went into more research, it was like. Well, at least you didn't do it this way. Because when I'm thinking about, like, when I brought up, like, him deporting the most immigrants, mm-hmm. while I don't agree with that, he was not putting them in cages. Absolutely. And separating families, you know what I mean? Calling so, them rapists right, and I'm drug like, dealers. Well, I don't agree. It's not what it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I think something that people were saying to me, or just not to me, but just about us voting for Joe Biden is we were only voting for him because... Kamala would have been the first African-American woman. And I'm like, see, here's the thing. (laughs) Here's the thing. It's a lot of African-Americans within Congress, within, Mm -hmm. you know, anything, any part of um, just any part of the government that I I think are coons. (laughs) I'm like... Girl, if I can get this white lady right here that, that actually understand and you black and you don't understand, it's not about color. And mm-hmm. I think that's what people aren't understanding. I was like, yes, it is cool to see representation within, you know, the White House. But for all I care, I was happy with just having Michelle Obama in there and she right. was just the first lady. Like, it, it's not about her being, you know, a woman or about her being black or... Mm-hmm. And I don't even think... I mean, she's a woman of color, but she doesn't even... She doesn't identify solely as African-American. So... Right. And I'm like, it's not about who she is. It's about what she represents and what mm-hmm. her thought process is. And I'm like, 
then again, I don't agree with everything that she's done in oh, her past. Girl, I know that's right because we can <laughs> have we can have a whole episode. And, I'm like, and I, for one, was always like, for me, when people were jumping on the whole, it's so great to have you know her in office and mm-hmm. reputation. I'm like, y'all were bashing her when she bashing was running when her. she was gonna run for president by mm-hmm. herself i'm like y'all were dra- dragging her through the mud and i'm like and now y'all are happy i'm like yes it's nice but y'all need to keep that same energy because when absolutely. she goes into the white house baby we ain't forget about what you're doing absolutely <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what i told somebody else i was like look i'm voting for them solely because I don't want another four years right. of Trump. I feared for my life if we were to have a four. I fe- feared for my life anyway when he was in office. But I feared, I would fear for my life even more if we had a whole another four years of him. Because if he's capable of doing that in just one term, imagine what he would have done if he had four more years right. to do more damage. So I'm not voting for them because I like them, because I support every single freaking thing that they do. Because, baby, best believe that energy that I had on Twitter calling them out, right. when they get in the office, I'm going to put even more pressure on them. Because now you got the power to do something. Right. Not only are you president and vice president, you have a blue house and a blue Senate. Mm-hmm. You got some work to do. And I'm not going to let you forget that. But I voted for you so you could do that. So you could do that work. So I'm not voting for her just because she's a black woman. That's great. Representation. Representation. <laughs> but like you said, there are definitely some coons in politics. I can Very name three right now. Like... Girl. What's what's our girl name? What's our girl name? The, the, uh, Candace Owens. Oh. I would fight her. <laughs> I would fight her. Like if I and saw I'm her like, on the street, how square did you up. Get to where you're at. Like how? How did you get where like that? Are you from like Literally. what community did you grow up in? Because I'm confused on how you can say some of the stuff that you say and identify with what you identify. Girl, as. I don't. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't hate Republicans. I don't no, want people to I think that hate I hate Republicans. I don't hate Republicans at all. I don't like Trump supporters. I feel like there's a difference. I don't like Trump supporters. I don't like Trump supporters. And Candace always, I just... She she really, like, gives and me And she's one of the people burn. that you're like, you're not just saying this because you're a Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. You're saying this because this was what you believe. You say this because you actually Trump believe Trump was in it. office or not. Right. And that's what scares me is that regardless of who the president is Mm -hmm. this is truly your belief it's not that trump you're like oh trump i'm just going no this is what you believe and this is what you're going to continue to believe so there's just no chance with you like i always said that trump did not trump did not bring out racism trump enforced and enhanced what was already there in your heart let them know that it's okay and i'm like it's yes not okay (laughs) and this election i was telling my best friend this this election like really just like, the 2016 election, like, showed me people's true colors, but I think because I was a kid, still in high school, not really understanding everything that was going on, I really didn't understand it for what it was. Being an adult now and seeing just how this election, like, people I went to school with that I never, mm. ever in life would have thought felt that way, people that I fellowship with from other Christian churches, mind you. Like, that felt this way, that was so bigoted and so hateful in their heart. Like, this election, I said, no matter who wins this election, you have already shown me your right. true colors. Like, I, cu- I don't know how many friends I cut off during this election season. Like, people that I was really cool with. Like, the stuff that they would just say on, like, Twitter or Instagram. Like, it was it just blew me. I was just like, wow. Yeah. And I think, you really feel that way. I think for me, I didn't run into so many people that felt 
or could connect with Trump's beliefs. Mm -hmm. But I ran into a lot of people who weren't willing to educate themselves on voting and politics. And I, for one, I always used to say, I'm not big into politics, but I'm going to vote. And now that I've, you know, been able to educate myself more and be in the shoes that I'm in, I'm like... It's not about if you're into politics or not because politics are around you every day. Absolutely. Going to college is a politic. Going to be able to eat what you can eat or go to the grocery store or drive what you drive or get your license or do things. It's all a part of politics. Survival is politics. made a law Mm -hmm. (laughs) who said you can do this and this is how you can do it. Mm -hmm. And if you do it wrong, then there's an issue. No, yeah, I definitely get what you're saying because... I get it. Some people are just not interested in politics. Like, my mom was the exact same way. But I feel like you kind of have to force yourself to get interested because there's too much going on in our lives, especially as young people, especially, like, as the older part of Gen Z. Like, there's too much going on that directly affects us. Like, stimulus checks, like, I feel like directly affect college Mm -hmm. students because, look, I saw this on Twitter and it just, it made perfect sense. It's like, college students can't get a stimmy in a panty while about to start a stimmy and i was just like you know what that makes perfect sense when you put it like that when you put it like when you put it in layman terms that i can understand that makes perfect sense so like stuff that is directly affecting us as college students like or not even just college students but like as student like people our age yeah like you kind of have to force yourself to get interested because essentially one day we gonna be these old niggas that are in office right, right now. We gonna be them. Like we gonna yeah. be their age. And that's why I was saying, like, so I think for me when the election was happening, like just the lack of education that people had, and I'm mm-hmm. like, just, just delete that tweet, please. Because it didn't make any sense. Just because please. You're not, you're not understanding why they did that. And there were certain things where. I feel like people just wanted to be mad at just Republicans in general mm-hmm. and just be mad at everything that they did and I'm like well you have to understand that the end goal of course is not what what we want to see but Mm -hmm. what happened in between is just because that's just how the government works and they have to do this this way and I'm like just if you just would have watched it if you would if you would educate yourself you just would like why that happened literally (laughs) like when Joe Biden and Kamala became like the direct nominations for the yeah. Democratic Party ticket and everybody was just like people our age was just on Twitter irate like how could this happen because of you because <laughs> you didn't get out in the primaries and right. vote that's how it happened or... like I don't think people our age realize like if, I'm not even gonna just put it on people our age but like people any age range in general realize how much power we as a people have yeah. like a lot of people say well my vote doesn't count your That's vote matters a lot more than you actually think. Like, your vote in the primaries, a lot could have changed <laughs> if you would have voted. Yeah. Like. And I think even when we think about all the people that wanted to vote for Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, y'all, most of y'all are the reason why he's not even here anymore. Exactly. So, if you would have, you know, went out and did what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Supported him a little more instead of just being like, Bernie Sanders supports marijuana. Yeah, well, you're missing the bigger point here. Exactly. You're missing the bigger picture. <laughs> you're, you're missing the bigger picture, and this is why he's mm-hmm. where he is now. But I just, that that to me was what I ran into the most, and there's a lot of people that, I love you. Right, I love you. <laughs> you're just not. But me and you can't align past because I can't be mm-hmm. around somebody that didn't go vote. Mm-hmm. Because not only do you not care about your well-being, 
you don't care about my well-being. Exactly. And if you don't care about my well-being, there's no need for us to speak. And I got into <laughs> I got into an argument with. I mean, we probably are kind of not friends anymore for it's this fine. reason, but it's okay. It's okay. You know, exactly. you win some, you lose some. Uh, but we got an argument for this reason because they were like, "I'm not gonna vote. My vote doesn't matter. It makes no sense." Da da da. This now I said that you need to take Black Lives Matter out of your bio. Right. You need to take Black Lives Matter out of your bio if you're not gonna go vote. He's like, that has no. Dang it, I said the gender. Maybe y'all didn't catch it. They were like, they were like, they were like, that has no correlation. I said, that has an exact correlation. I was like, do you not see what's going on in our country right now? You can't say Black Lives Matter and then not take the opportunity to vote for people that are going to be in office to enhance and enforce Black Lives Matter. Like, make it, in the words of Anthony Murdoch, make it make sense so we can make sense. Right. Because you're not making sense at all right now, baby. It don't make sense. It's not clicking for you, obviously. And that's another thing. I don't, I try to educate people or like I try to, you know, point them in the right direction. And then you get mad at me because you were loud and wrong. See, I don't like that. I don't don't like that at all. But yeah, I just, I, I really want people, especially people our age, because we're growing up and we're not in a space anymore where we can just say, well, this is not only because I'm too young. No, most of us now are 20, 21, 22 years old of the legal age to do a lot of stuff. So it is your responsibility because one day you're going to have kids. Yeah. One day your kids are going to live in this society. And what kind of society do you want for your children? Right. Like that was one of the reasons why I went to vote. Like this vote wasn't just for me. This was for my great grandmother who got denied for voting. Because she was a black woman. This is for my children who have to grow up in this society. Like, I'm not going to have my son and my daughter become a hashtag because I didn't do what I had to do. Right. Like, it's just not going to happen. And I don't think a lot of people see the bigger picture in voting. Yeah. Like, the voting is not just for the present, which, I mean, it is for the present, but it's not just for that. Like, it's for the future. And another thing that irritated me, this whole segment was not supposed to be about voting, but here, we're going to talk about it. Another <laughs> thing that freaking irritated me was a lot of black folk that did not vote. Just for the simple fact is, our ancestors died. Like, a lot of our ancestors died behind fighting for the right to vote. And you have the audacity. The audacity. Now, look, this is not for the people, the black people that couldn't vote. Because there are some black people that can't vote. And that's voter suppression. That's voter suppression. That's a whole... That's a whole other topic. Hour and a half conversation I could have. Whole other episode. I'm talking about to the black people that could vote and you chose not to. Mm -hmm. You are not only disrespectful... Like, it's, it's just disrespectful to all the black men and women that died behind just having the right to vote and you chose not to. Like, yeah. you can't say anything about Black Lives Matter to me. You can't say anything about how this country is going to me. You can't say anything about the elected officials we have in office to me. Because you have one job. One job. And then do it. Yeah. And I think for me, it's... I... I'm gonna just put them out there because it doesn't matter because I really don't care anymore. And she should... I was talking to someone, current, you know, very serious. It was very serious to the both of us. And I voted because I was registered in Marion County, so I had to drive from Wilmington to Indianapolisville. Mm-hmm. And me and Kai went together. Um, that was Shout out to a, Kai. That Love was you. such a fun experience. We waited in that line for three and a half hours. Girl, save! But I voted, so. Period. Um, but I was in line, and I was on the phone with him. I'm like, all right, we got about three more days to vote. Mm-hmm. Have you voted yet? When you're going to vote, he's like, oh, I'm going to go the day, you know. I'm like, okay. 
that's wow. Okay, so I don't November second hit. Girl. Have you voted? No, I'm gonna go today. That November third hit. Girl. Did you go yesterday? No, I didn't go. When I tell you, girl, how your perception of that person had changed, so we couldn't even. It was like I'm. A, I'm not even really interested anymore because the right? fact that you didn't care enough to go out and vote, and busy or not, like mm-hmm. there were so many days you could have went out and vote, and on the day. Um, like the poll day, election day, not election day, but poll day, you went out and they had opened Lucas Oil as a new voting site. Yeah. And my, I, one of my, um, sorors went. Yes. And I heard that Lucas Oil's line was a breeze. Like it was. I think my, uh, my LS, she got out. I think she said an hour or less, like yeah. they was taking, taking people. people. So, so I'm like, that's not an excuse. And I'm like, we had weeks. Melon, absentee ballots. If you Early voting. go. COVID or not, there was no excuse for you not to go vote. Because, baby, I surely was standing there in my mask. Man, masked up, double masked up. Social distance. In the cold, freezing. Freezing, baby. Outside. I was there. I got there at 7 o'clock on the dot. Left around 12 o'clock, baby. Yeah, I think me and Kai got there at like 10 or 11. We didn't leave till like 12, 1 o'clock. And Mm -hmm. when we got inside the building, the guy was like, this is the longest the line has been since voting started. And I'm like, yeah, just my luck, huh? (laughs) But, like, I think for me, it's just, it's just so hard. If you didn't vote, please don't tell me that you didn't vote. Please don't. Because I want to keep your friendship. (laughs) I really like you. That's what I I was telling my mom. Like, I I work at TJ Maxx in Bloomington, and... Bloomington is predominantly white. The TJ Maxx that I work in is predominantly locals, like people that live, have mm-hmm. lived in Bloomington their whole life, and it's predominantly older locals. Like we have a lot of older ladies in there. And I really don't want to know your political views because Girl. you've been real nice to me, mm-hmm. man. Real nice. And I want to keep it that and way. And I want to keep it that way. But they be in the back listening to the radio, and the radio be playing some real news. and. I'll just be like, please don't say the wrong thing. Please don't say the wrong thing. Because I don't want to have to go off of you. I'm not even going to go off. I'm just leave. Like, I'm just... <laughs> here's my two weeks Here's my two weeks. If y'all don't move me departments, I won't be returning. At all. Because I just... I just... Regardless of how you treated me, and mm-hmm. whether it was good or it was bad, when I find out what your beliefs are, it that lets me know that you've been looking at me completely different. That's exactly how I felt, um... I was going going back to what I had said about people I had I was cool with in high school. I wouldn't even say we were friends, but like we were cool, like right. we was cordial, like hey, how you doing? What's up? Like chatting it up. And when I saw how so many people, especially, let me just call y'all out because I really don't care because <laughs> it's been I graduated in one twenty eighteen. It's it's been almost three. Wow, I really done been out of high school for almost three years. Oh, we're old. Ah, <laughs> it's been almost three years, so I really don't care. All the people that I took AP and honors courses. Yes, y'all know who I'm. Ta- y'all know exactly who I'm talking about. I don't even have to say their names, but y'all know exactly who I'm talking about. All those people that I took classes with, I saw how you move and like knowing that that's how you felt. What were you thinking about me when we right. were in class together? When we were talking together, like what was you really thinking about me in the back of your head? And that's what I think people don't understand is you could vote Republican or Democrat, and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. But to me, it's more of if that's and for me, it's like. Because for me, I didn't vote uh, like one way. I mm-hmm. voted per person on my ballot. Like, Same. And because there are people that I feel like in some of the seats I could see being the better candidate than a Democrat, even though that's what I, you know, go by or yeah, what yeah, I identify. But I'm like, 
regardless of what you, you know, Republican or Democrat, it, who you voted for as president, let that matters me know to me. That at some point you looked at me with some type of bias because mm-hmm. of what I, you know, identify as or what I agree with. And so there's certain things where I'm just like, I'd rather not even continue That's this right. relationship or friendship or speak to you because if you've been looking at me different and I've been looking at you like, hey, Sarah, or hey, right. Jake, like, not thinking it's any issue, right. then. Just, how, how are you? Right. And you've been like, how you doing? This, this black how are you, Oliver? <laughs> right. Yeah, so oops. Oops. I don't go to school with him no more. I don't care. It's just I just I don't know. I think and I think that that also touches on implicit bias and people mm-hmm. not realizing that because when I talk to certain people and they're like, "Yeah, I voted for him, but this is not I don't." And I'm like, "You don't think that you do." But but you that do. simple vote has let me know that 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 is how you feel whether it's a strong feeling or mm-hmm. a, you know a feeling that occasionally pops up in your head that's how you feel and i'm like people don't understand the importance of implicit biases and, yes. and not you know not truly un- understanding how you feel but it's still because there was there. something that he said that resonated with you that you liked right. so much that you was like okay right that makes sense you would have my vote <laughs> right like no. And to the other people that was really like tap dancing because of that stimmy that he gave out, you make me sad. Like there were so many black people that voted for Trump. Like I'm not trying to call out anybody, but like there are people in my church um, that voted for Trump. Girl, yes, not that your, voted to apostolic. Girl, oh, girl, when I apostolic embarrassing. Oh. Mommy, please don't get mad. I'm sorry. I didn't say no names, but like I was just so embarrassed. I was like. And, and they would be, and their excuse was, I didn't vote for him. I voted for the party. But who did you vote for when it said president? And that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't have to split your ballot. People go in there, and that's another part of educating yourself. Yes. Know who's on your ticket. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I would have went in there and I would have known nothing, then yes, I would have split my ballot. I would have went Democrat holistically. But even when you get to the part, you can only go split ballot so far down because then you have to start voting for the people in your county right and i'm like so educate yourself because that person mm-hmm. <laughs> that you think just because he said democrat by his name All right. baby nah, baby nah, B- yes baby and nah. I, i'm not even gonna lie the first time we voted for like mayor and other local officials i was like 18 19 years old yeah. didn't really know too much so i was like oh but then it's a democrat yeah. i'm just gonna vote all democrat then I started as I got older and these people were still in office. I was like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't do that. So I started educating myself. I was like, oh, okay, just because you a Democrat, you kind of suck. So right. I know not to do that next time. And it's, I mean, sometimes you do, you you do make those mistakes. Like you yeah. do vote it just okay. one just split party. Learning. Learn, right, exactly. Learn from it. Educate yourself. And then when you go to vote next time, if you got to split, baby, do what you got to do. And I think that also goes to show that people want to make politics this big hush keep it to yourself no mm-hmm. one's gonna who you're voting for but y'all are not educating the people that are coming up exactly I say this all the time and i will stand by it if you are in college right now this has been the first time that you could vote for president absolutely yes <laughs> come on now no one has educated you on how to vote where to go to vote how to mm-hmm. register to vote which is why a lot of people my age didn't even vote because y'all didn't even know when to register to vote right that you couldn't register when you got to the line i'm like no you can't register me in line but and i'm just like if it wasn't such i wish people were more willing to talk about politics and it doesn't have to be who you vote for it could be 
this is how you vote. Mm-hmm. This is how you turn in an absentee ballot. Make sure you register in the county that you're living in. And that's why I'm telling people, I'm like, if you plan on going to your home county after you graduate, great. Register in your home county. Exactly. If you plan on staying in this college town of Bloomington for the next four or five years... Please register in Bloomington. Please register in Bloomington because that's where you're going to see the most effects. Mm -hmm. And that's where you're going to be dealing with your choice of vote. So, I I just think that people need to be more open to talking about politics and educating people that are coming up. Because, for me, all I could tell you about voting up until I turned 18 was my mom and grandpa go vote every time together. Because that's their tradition. And who they Mm -hmm. vote for is who my grandma tell my mom to vote for. Like, right. And so for me, it was like, mm, I know my grandpa does a lot of research, but my grandpa is from a different generation. Mm-hmm. So what he might see as not a big deal is something that Huge I deal to might me. think. So for him, it's like, well, we didn't been through slavery and I didn't seen worse and I didn't. And I'm like, that don't mean we can stand by. Right. And my grandpa voted Democrat. So I mean, I'm not afraid to say that my whole family and mostly is Democrat, but mm-hmm. it was just. I just didn't want to ask him, like, okay, well, tell me who to vote for. Mm-hmm. I wanted to understand for myself who to vote for, why I'm voting for them, and what their position was. Because there's a lot of stuff on that ballot where people are like, I don't even know what they do. Like, well, honestly, <laughs> like, that was me the first time I voted. I was just like, it say Democrats, so that's what I'm right. going to vote Democrat. I'm like, you don't know what they do, like their position? And right. Like, yeah, and I'm like, see? That's, that's, that's why. Yes, and it... People, like like you said, people need to be open to having an education. Like, I grew up with, grew up with boomers. Like, my <laughs> both my parents, yeah. I, like, I've talked about this before. Like, my dad was born in 55, my mama was born in 61. So, a lot of the things that I came up on coming to college made me realize, ooh, <laughs> that's a little offensive. Yeah. Like, ew, you can't say that. That's rude. Um, and so, I had to educate myself on a lot of stuff. And one of the things that, like, not just my parents would say, but, like, a lot of older people that I was around would be like, there's three things you don't talk about at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. Family business, politics, and religion. Baby, we don't talk about all three at my, okay, at my dinner. Yeah. When I grow up and I get married, I say when I grow up because I'm still a child in some aspects. But, like, when I get to a certain age and I'm married and I have children, we're going to talk about politics. My kids are going to be educated. Yeah. By the time they get to, to the seventh grade, Y'all don't know about voting. Yeah. Y'all don't know about voting. So then when you get when you turn eighteen in your in your senior year of high school, baby, we're going to vote. We're going to vote together. Right. We're going to talk about religion. We're going to talk about family business. Like we're going to talk about all of that because when you don't raise your children on that, and I'm not blaming like my parents at all because my parents weren't educated. Right. So like, but when you grow up and you're not teaching your children about these things, they go out into the world very very ignorant. Right. And if you notice what a lot of these white kids that say the stuff that they say, their parents taught them that. Right. They, they parents taught them that. Like, I'm not saying what they taught them was right in any way, shape, or form. But, like, you see a lot of these white conservative Republicans that are our age and are saying the things that they're saying is because somebody taught them that. Right. Because somebody educated them on that. So, imagine how much power, and I say black kids because, you know, I'm sure this comes <laughs> as no shock to anyone, but I'm black. Right. Um, I say black children, imagine the power this next generation could have if we started educating our children young on that on the stuff that we know now like imagine like the power that we could have as a generation education education on politics a lot of people don't want to get into it because a lot of people don't want to lose family and friends i'm sorry babe i'm quick to cut somebody off but i'm like why would you want to have them around anyway exactly that's my thing is exactly. i understand you know 
I have a lot of family I don't speak to. And it's not about politics or anything of that like, nature, but it's simple fact that we didn't agree on something. Mm -hmm. It wasn't something that I was able to shift my beliefs for, and they weren't able to shift their beliefs for. Mm -hmm. So we have to go our separate ways. Absolutely. And it's no Absolutely. ill will. It's, we don't see eye to eye. Mm -hmm. It's not something that I can't continue being around with you, seeing mm -hmm. the way, or viewing the way you view. So, And so I think that people need to understand that. Just be open to having conversations like that. Absolutely. Like, but I agree with like you say your your parents are from that eight, that generation. Like my grandpa was born in forty five, my mom was born in nineteen eighty. So like the gap between that's them a, two, that's a big gap. <laughs> and then the gap between me and mm -hmm. my and I'm like, that's a whole lot of so different, different ideological views. And I'm like, and y'all want me to just be like, who'd you vote for? Baby doll. So sorry. Do so can't sorry. Even do it. <laughs> can't even. Can't even do it. Can't even do it. Like my grandmother is like we have a very very big generational gap like my grandmother's from the silent generation then i have my mother who's a who's a baby boomer i have my cousins who are from um generation x then i have other cousins actually yeah i have other cousins that's millennials and then there's me and then my cousins the gen z kids so family conversations very odd very awkward but you know what i have them yeah. i have them and i don't i don't care i i love my family i don't care if you get upset we're gonna talk about it right. since you wanted to bring it and i usually try not to bring it up because i've gotten better but my mouth used to be very very smart so like you say something offensive i'm the first one to call you out on it so yeah definitely understand but like family friends whoever like i'm very big on especially now being 21 years old i'm very big on protecting my peace mm -hmm. and per and you know there's a quote that I go by. My time is a currency. So I'm going to be mindful of who I spend it on, who I loan it to, and how I choose to use it. Right. That's your shit. And if you're, not ben if you're not being beneficial to my peace, baby, you cannot be anywhere in my space. Period. So that's a very big thing. Protecting my black peace. Because my black peace is valuable. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's something, that's a lot of the things I talk about on my podcast is just protecting your peace and being aware um, of just your mental health. And Absolutely. I feel like, for me, mental health wasn't something that was talked about really in my family. Same. I think in a lot of, not just black, but minority families, mental health is not talked mm -hmm. about. And so for me to be able to really, you know, understand what I was dealing with, and I think... So some, I'm very open about all the stuff that I've dealt with on my podcast, and I deal with a lot of like anxiety and like mm -hmm. depression. But it's I always say that like my anxiety is what triggers my depression. So when something makes me uncomfortable, yeah, and I get anxious, I start to shut down and go into Same. this real dark shell. And so when dealing with everything that's going on in the world, I think that because we're not talking about mm -hmm. how to protect your mental health people are falling into right. this deep place where they're like, I don't really know what's wrong with me, mm -hmm. but I didn't really want to get out the bed and say, oh, I'm just tired. No. No, you haven't been tired for the past month. You exactly. You haven't been feeling the same way you felt for the past month. And I think that that's another conversation that needs to be implemented into black homes and just homes in general because for me, when I was in high school, I, I always knew that something was a little off. But I was always so busy. I was in so Same. many. That's exactly. St so much stuff that I was just like, yeah, bleh, just drive right past it. Probably but just tired. Just exhausted. Mm -hmm. Mentally, physically exhausted. And then I got to college, baby, that dorm, where you spend all that time. Girl. And you start being like, and I remember one day I just broke down. I texted my mom, like, I can't sleep. I can't eat. I don't know what's wrong. Girl. Like, something's wrong. And she was just like, oh, you're fine. <laughs> 
I'll come visit you. Maybe you're just homesick. I'll just come visit you. Mm -hmm. Like, it's fine. And there was a lot of times where my mom wouldn't understand. And this is not to throw her under the bus because we've had conversations about Mm -hmm. this. And there were times she was like, well, because I'm on birth control. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, your birth control causes depression, anxiety, Uh and weight gain. And I'm like, no, I think it's a little more to this Mm -hmm. than we're getting at. And I think that that is what our culture does is push it off on other stuff like, oh, go work out release some endorphins oh go it's this medicine you're on or you're fine like you're Mm -hmm. just going through and i'm like because of things that like this like voting and all this stuff can trigger people's anxiety and depression and then we're in a world of oh i don't have access to this Mm -hmm. because of who we voted for right (laughs) exactly so i don't have the option to go out and get help because i can't afford it because the health (laughs) care provided to us by the people we vote for. Exactly. So, and I think if that's just one way, it just all hits full circle. And, so, and that's why people who say, well, politics has nothing to do with me. Baby, I don't think y'all... I don't think it does. It does. It does. And that's why I'm so thankful for IUPY. Mm. That's why... I think for one of the resources at IEPUI, let me re, let me change that. That's a that's another episode that we're we're, we're going to be doing <laughs> yeah. very very soon. Oh yeah, IEPUI, I'm coming for you next. I don't care. Um, that's one of the resources that I'm thankful for IEPUI is that we have caps to talk about. Yeah, you know, for therapy because best believe freshman year, sitting in the corner of my room in the fetal position trying to figure out what the heck was going on with me, we're not realizing that I was having a whole anxiety attack. Yeah. And my mom was like, Oh yeah, just home I love you, mommy. She was like, you just you just need to come home for a couple of days. That's the least of what I am. That's I'm not home. Baby, too. I'm stressed. <laughs> I like it here. I'm stressed, depressed, a hot mess, hungry, broke, I don't have yeah. a job. Like uh, I'm failing a class. Like now mind you, I was an A B student all the way yeah. until I got to college. I got my first D. I said this is different. I've never what felt the heck? this kind of pain right. before. What the heck <laughs> is going on? Like, yes. And so, like you said, because we, because of the people that are in our office that are not giving, and especially I don't think a lot of people realize how much politics affects black and brown communities. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much that politics affects in our lives that if you're not educated, baby, I need you to go and get yourself educated. Like, y'all don't get it. Like, this, um, this storming of the capital like to bring it all back to focus of this episode this storming of the capital like really made me think about iepui like if y'all can do this on a federal federal oh, level this on a campus. imagine <laughs> and there are people on this campus right now i don't care who hears this there are people on this campus right now that feel exactly the same way those mm-hmm. people in washington do yeah so if y'all can do that on a federal level and nothing is done because let's be honest iep iepd don't really do too much or nothing i don't care IEP, iepd don't really do too much or nothing so if they can do that on a federal level imagine what you they're capable of here mm-hmm. at IEPY. Like, we literally, the day of elections, literally had an active shooter on campus. Oh, I do remember that. A whole active yeah. shooter on campus. I was like, we don't even know who's president yet. And y'all don't know where this man is. Right. Like, I remember when that was going around. Girl, I was so scared for my life. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. They put our whole dorm on lockdown. I had to t- text my residents be like, if you are in, if you're not in this building, I need you to get in here ASAP. You're not allowed to leave. Do not leave this building. Like, literally scared for my life. So, like, like I said, there are people on this campus who may not express it the same way, mm-hmm. but there are people on this campus that feel like that. And that was an example for them. Like, oh, if they can do that there, I can do that here. Because IEPD, IEPD ain't gonna do nothing. If 
military police can't even do nothing. IPD, IPD ain't gonna do nothing. Right. Them niggas is runner cops. That's what I call them. They are. They That's are. Fine. We love you. Kinda. No, not, not really. really. <laughs> <laughs> so it like it's a full circle, and I really just. I really just want people to realize that because the day and age we're living in, like, we got to step up Mm -hmm. because they're not going to do it. Clearly. Clearly, they just opening gates and taking selfies with people. So they're not going to do it. Like, we got to we got to step it up. Expeditiously. (sighs) Being in America is such a headache. Like, (laughs) I have to go. A whole headache. Like like I said at the beginning of this this episode, like I just know that other countries are just like laughing at us. Like I know Great Britain is like, well, maybe it wasn't such a bad idea that we split from them. Like I just know <laughs> they're just like, Yeah, we dodged a bullet. Like like I just I know it. Like I know China's just sitting like I know North Korea, that little man over there. I know he's just like, well, you know what? They they going through a lot right now. It wouldn't I be really nothing. No, I feel like he'd be like, it wouldn't be nothing just to look, drop a little, <laughs> drop a little bomb, bomb over there. <laughs> they oh, probably right here, right? They, time. they probably gonna think one of them did it. It ain't nothing to just poop. Like I know other countries just laughing at us. Like this pandemic, this this off topic, but this pandemic like didn't even start here didn't even start here and all these other countries are going back to doing what they want and i'm still wearing a mask i'm still wearing a mask my glasses are still getting fogged up from wearing the mask like i'm over it i'm over it vaccination is another episode that we're going to be talking about oh baby no girl i just i it's just a lot that goes on in this country that i just i just don't understand like as soon as i can find a way to get dual get dual citizenship to a country in africa I'm getting the heck out of here. Because I just I can't do it no more. Like, y'all are so ghetto for no reason. <laughs> like, literally. Like, I feel like I'm living in the Twilight Zone. Like, this is an ep- This is like... I feel like this is like the sequel to Handmaid's Tale. Oh, not Handmaid's Tale. Yes. Like, I'm in the sequel to Handmaid's Tale. Like, I just don't understand. I don't understand. So... Before I get any more frustrated, we're going to end this episode. I want to thank Ari for joining me on this episode. Um, Like I said before in my first episode, like this really, like this podcast really started because she inspired me. Girl, you're welcome. I ain't going to get emotional because that stuff is ghetto. (laughs) That's real ghetto. We don't do that over here. I done did that on too many episodes already. So, but I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Um, I think podcasting is a lot harder than people think it is. Absolutely. It's very stressful. And for me, particularly, to go and talk about how to be stress-free and then have to edit a podcast. Girl, edit. (laughs) Come up with top topics. Topics. Uh, I think that there's a lot of work that goes on behind the Mm -hmm. scenes, so I do commend you. Uh, Like I say all the time, if there's ever anything you need from me, um, I'm always here. But to y'all out there, as always, protect y'all mental health, Mm -hmm. protect y'all peace. Um, stay safe, wear y'all mask, and Please. make sure y'all check out my podcast too. Yes, yes. Make sure you check out Peace and Positivity with Ari. Because <laughs> um, she made a comeback. She made a comeback I episode. Did. So yeah, y'all gotta check that out. Um, but I wanna once again thank all of y'all. Like y'all really like just showed up and like just showed out and I'm appreciative of that. Also, we may or may not have some merch coming soon. Cause I girl, I'm about to show you. Y'all can't see it, but I'm about to show her. Like, where it at? 
we may or may not have some merch coming soon. Soon. So that is cute. Girl, yes. Girl, girl yes. I need this on a sweater. I'm, a- I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about getting <laughs> well, on a sweatshirt. Crudet. So we 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 may or may not have some merch coming soon. So stay tuned for that. Um, but like I said, I want to thank all of y'all once again for like supporting it. Like I really didn't expect to have nobody really listening except like my line sisters Ari and my mama. And so for people to like actually like just be listening the way that y'all are and like texting me with feedback and stuff like i really really appreciate that i ain't gonna cry because like i did that the first time y'all did it so i'm not gonna do it again um but like i really do appreciate it because it makes me like want to keep doing this so thank you for that um but that is it for this episode make sure y'all check out my episode on saturday january 16th founders day period period shout out to my sores um but yeah, make sure y'all check out that episode with my LS, Ms. Jada Cunningham of Black Girl Politics Podcast. Um, that is it. Love each and every one of y'all. Stay safe, stay happy, stay healthy. And as always, that is how Chelsea sees it. Peace, y'all.